Happy Monday, and welcome to I'm Not Gay, My Wife Is. I'm your host, Sheridan. For the last two weeks or so, Sarah and I were stuck at home uh, due to a couple of positive COVID tests. Uh, Luckily, our our symptoms were fairly mild, uh, but it seemed like we were busier than we were when we were actually able to go to work and to school. So I do apologize for going MIA between school and work. Everything just kind of piled up and it was a little overwhelming, but we were finally able to go back to school and work on Thursday. Um, And I've got to admit, I kind of missed staying at home. Um, It was a lot more relaxing for sure. But Part of what I do is I plan educational events for members of the wedding industry in my area. So I went back to work and straight into an event on that on Thursday night. Uh, we live in South Carolina where COVID mandates are severely lacking, but we did make sure to be safe, uh, masked, you know, kept our distance, so on. But I've planned out these events for the whole year. Uh, I planned them back in like December. And I really wanted to put on a diversity panel uh, for for February. I had already worked up the graphics and and all that kind of stuff. So the event was pretty much ready to go. I just needed to nail down, um, you know, the panelists and start promoting the actual event. So um, I had already, you know, gotten pretty deep into it. And then a few weeks ago, as I was just starting to promote the event, A situation popped up in the industry where one vendor was discriminated against by another vendor or an employee of another big name vendor in the area. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail, um, but just to keep a long story short, the employee made a comment that was not meant to be discriminatory, but she did not think before she spoke and ultimately her words hurt another person. The vendor took to social media to share her frustrations and it didn't take long for her friends and followers to figure out what company that employee worked for and for the business owner to then be under attack for her lack of diversity and diversity training in her business. Now on a personal note, I do know that business owner and I know for a fact that she's 110% inclusive of the LGBTQ community, but this situation involved discrimination based on the color of one's skin, which is a feeling that I as a white woman will never understand. When all of this came about, the people that I worked for were really hesitant to keep the diversity panel as an event. They were afraid of not being able to control the conversation and that the conversation might then lead to their business being hurt by it. Um, But I really couldn't have disagreed more. I felt like the situation only made this panel more important to have, I guess. So... I went out and I found a kick-ass diverse panel. I pushed and pushed and pushed until they finally agreed. And then they even asked me to be part of the panel, which was kind of cool, but it was also terrifying. I mean, I I basically knew everybody who was there, all of the attendees, all the other panelists, of course, I found them, but I couldn't help but feel like an imposter. You know, I've never been on a panel before, um, you know, I'm not a business owner. I'm not an actual wedding vendor. I'm at least six, maybe even more years younger than the next youngest person in the room. And more than not, I do convince myself that no one really takes me seriously when I talk because of all of those things. I'm a lesbian, but that's all I felt that I had to offer to this panel. 
that was meant to help business owners run their businesses more inclusively. So on Thursday, as I was walking in, I had to carry a bunch of stuff because I was putting on the event and I walked in and as soon as I walked in, you know, everybody was like, oh, hey, Sheridan, how's it going? How's your quarantine? You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, Very comforting. So I was able to calm down a little bit just from people talking to me, which was nice. Um, But then once I actually sat down, we had a long table in the front for all six panelists Um, And then we had everybody else, you know, facing us at their own tables. So once I got up there um, and saw everybody watching, you know, as we were all finding our seats and and whatnot, I was so nervous, but it was comforting that the other panelists were also just as nervous. Um, And I think a lot of that nervousness came from, you know, the fact that nobody wants to say something that's going to rub someone else the wrong way, even if it's what needs to be heard. You know, we really wanted to keep the whole event positive, but we still wanted to be productive. But the whole event, like all in all, it was really, it went really well. I got to hear stories and opinions and I got to share my own. And I was even, you know, I I was able to gain insight into a world that I would never understand and a way for me to, you know, interact in a way that's more productive, um, you know, with people of other diverse groups. And we talked about age, we talked about race, we talked about, you know, sexual orientation, we talked about, um, you know, we talked about disability, we talked about all kinds of different um, diverse groups, which is also really, really awesome to me um, that we were able to talk about and bring up these topics that are a lot of times really difficult to talk about. People don't want to talk about them, um, but it's something that needs to be talked about. So I definitely uh, think I rambled a few times with some of the questions that I got to answer, but overall, I feel like I did okay. I feel like I made my point, but my favorite question of the night was, what is diversity and inclusion, and what does it mean to you? So to me... Diversity and inclusion is understanding that I will never understand, um, but choosing to stand up anyways. You know, to me, diversity and inclusion, or diversity especially, it's, it's art, it's beauty, it's culture. You know, this world would be nothing without diversity, yet we still, you know, go around spitting in the faces of the beautiful colors that make up the rainbow. And I don't get it. Like, it, I just... It makes no sense to me why we are the way that we are, why this society is so against things that are different. It makes absolutely no sense. Or, I mean, and I know that I am guilty of saying the wrong thing or, you know, assuming things of people that I shouldn't. But I want to be better about that. I want to not do that. I want to be more inclusive, even though I I feel like I'm inclusive, but I learned last night that, you know, I maybe say things or I maybe do things that maybe aren't as inclusive and that's not how I want to be. So I think it was really, on a personal note, the the diversity panel, can't talk, 
um, on a personal note, the diversity panel was really good for me because it really opened my eyes to issues that I didn't even recognize um, were there. So I'm really honored uh, to have had the opportunity to be on that panel. Um, it, it made me feel empowered and the insecurities that I felt leading up to that day didn't necessarily go away, but they were definitely addressed. I mean, you know, who am I? Well, I am a business owner. You know, I don't own a, a wedding business, but I am this brand. I'm the I'm not gay. My wife is brand, which is a business in a sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the business of sharing my stories and hopefully making a difference. You know, I don't get I don't get paid in cash, but I do get paid that every time, you know, somebody sends me a message or, you know, a text or something telling me that they appreciate my stories or that I've helped them through something. I'm not a wedding vendor, but I am one half of a same-sex couple who recently navigated my way through the wedding industry in the very conservative South. And I am young, but because of that, I have a voice that was otherwise not represented in that room last night. I am a lesbian, and while I could only speak on behalf of myself, I do hope that my words and advice will carry into respect for others in my community. So that's episode 14. I hope that if you take anything away from this episode, it's two things. The first is to just be kind to those around you. Recognize diversity for the beauty that it is and celebrate it. The second is to not sell yourself short. It doesn't matter what stage in your life that you're at. You have something to offer. Your life and your experiences are valid and they are important. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please follow me on Instagram at I'm not gay, my wife is. And while you're there, shoot me a message. Let me know what you think of the show or share me your share with me your story. I'd really love to hear it. And that's all I have for you today. So have a good week, everyone. Sending good vibes your way.